Hello, it is Thursday, the 21st of February, and this is the Bobby Bites Podcast. And I am your host, Bobby, and today's podcast is going to be all about Samsung's Unpacked event that was held yesterday. So let's just dive right in. I want to uh, get started. I know Samsung announced the S10 models yesterday. The S10 with the 5G was a little bit of a surprise. And, of course, the Galaxy Fold. Uh, and I'll talk about that a little bit later in the podcast. First up, let's talk about the Galaxy S10 models. So we've got a Galaxy S10e, Galaxy S10, and Galaxy S10+. Plus. So that's uh, 5.8, 6.1, and 6.4-inch screens were respectively uh edge to edge glass they look great uh they do have a little the little cutout for the camera is 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 doesn't look like it would get in the way to me of course the notch on the iphone doesn't get in the way for me either i know that's a personal preference and it bothers some folks but hey i'm just not one of those people it doesn't bother me i don't think it's all that you know unpleasing to the eye it it's not one of the things that really aggravates me at all about about the new products and designs. Now, this one with the little cutout for the camera, you know, actually looks like it would be even less intrusive, and I don't see it as a problem at all. It just it's just there uh, until we have cameras completely underneath the glass. Um, this is what we're gonna have, and I, I like I said, it doesn't it doesn't really bother me in any way, shape, or form. Uh, normally, I would say stuff like that would because I'm. I'm, I tend to fall more toward the artistic side of things, and I like to keep clean design. I'm, I'm really heavy into design and aesthetic, but for some reason, the notch and the and the cutouts just don't seem to bother me that much at all. Um, I don't know why. Honestly, it's just a personal thing. Um, and speaking of things underneath the glass, this one, of course, comes with the new ultrasonic in-display fingerprint reader, which I think is... Uh, interesting. I want to see how that works. I'd love to get my hands on that to try it. And I know that there's some reviewers out there that already have this in their hand and they've had the chance to try it. So uh, when I do get my hands on one, I will let you guys know what I think, of course. But for now, it looks interesting. Um, the processor and performance in these, of course, sounds outstanding. I mean, we're, we're looking at higher power processors, more performance, and the new two-way charging I think that's something that we talked about on the um, Apple Rumors podcast a little bit, uh, where we were talking about the the uh, the upcoming iPhone being able to possibly charge the uh, AirPods or or even an Apple Pencil. Uh, this works basically exactly like that. Uh, the new uh, Galaxy will charge a device that's being laid on like on the back of the device. You can lay the Galaxy Watch or the new uh, Galaxy earbuds. And it charges those devices, so it has two-way charging. So that's really interesting. I want to see how reliable that is. I want to see if there has to be a specific spot on the phone that you have to lay the device to get a good charge. I'm just curious as to how that's going to feel and how fast that's going to be. Interesting, yes. Um, So we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, Tons and tons and tons of new things about the camera. Uh, I guess you guys saw the multiple cameras and the and the triple lens setup on the uh, Galaxy S10 Plus which I think is going to be um again one of those things that's going to be well we're going to have to wait and see how it looks and how how it works when we get it in our hands it it sounds interesting and the photos that they shown off at the event were of course amazing 
And of course, we can hope that those photos are actually, you know, amazing in real life when we get them. Because you're looking at a 12 megapixel telephoto camera, 12 megapixel wide angle camera, and a 16 megapixel ultra wide angle camera on the back of that S10 Plus. Also, a 10 megapixel front selfie camera and an 8 megapixel, uh, what they call an RGB depth camera. Uh, interesting to see what those are capable of. Uh, when I get that in my hand, uh, I will give you guys feedback as to what I think uh, about the photos and what, what I think about the true-to-life or whether they're just really vivid and, and really saturated and look really good based on the algorithms that the software is using to create those images. And I think, uh, you know, that's part of the... That's part of the the differences that we have now in cameras is is a lot of the imagery that you see with these digital you know digital cameras that are in smartphones a lot of it is software created and the better the software the better the picture because the hardware itself is is the same you know it's the same in a lot of the different different models of these of these devices and different manufacturers but when you start stitching all that together with with better software um, just look at what Google can do with the Pixel device. Uh, great photos. The iPhone has always consistently been good. So this, of course, being Samsung, I'm expecting nothing but greatness. So we shall see. And with that, let's move on just a little bit to a few more other interesting things about the new devices. I do find it interesting the number of colors that the, uh, especially the Galaxy 10 Plus, S10 Plus is coming in. We're talking about... Uh, Prism white, prism black, flamingo pink, prism blue, ceramic white, ceramic black. Uh, lots of colors for, for a single device. And then, of course, the colors go down um, with the S10. And then uh, with the S10e, I think it's, it's going to come in the exact same colors as the S10. So that's interesting to see the, the different color combinations that devices are going to come in. Of course, you know they, they are all going to have similar specs. But the what's interesting is the S10e being the entry-level model, I'm assuming... Um, it's also going to be, you know, kind of kind of being compared to the the iPhone um, R model. So we'll we'll see how that plays out. I know this has got an OLED screen, whereas the iPhone uh, R still has a an LED screen, which I think the comparisons will obviously be made because these are going to be kind of the entry level devices. So it to me, it's really a different audience. I mean, either you're in the iOS ecosystem or you're in the Android ecosystem. I, I've been in both, and, and they're both great devices, so you really can't go wrong either way. Uh, just a matter of personal preference as to what you like and what you don't like, and whether or not you are completely bought in on the, the App Store from Apple and iTunes and, and Apple TV and that sort of thing, or if you use a Mac. All of that stuff you know, kind of factors into which one you use. And you know, Android is, is has, has been and traditionally more for... You know, for tinkerers or people who like to kind of adjust the way their interface looks, which I, you know, I'm, I've always kind of fell in that category. But I've also been a big time Apple user for majority of my life and career, and, and I've, I will always kind of fall back to comparing everything to Apple and Apple products. I, I it's, it's just, uh, it's just, you know, it's just in my nature. I do like the the android products i've used just about everything that i've gotten my hands on from you know from various manufacturers and just about every version of android that's come out there's just some sort of i don't know there's just a draw to it um just the whole overall marketing you know theme of hey this is android it's it's got this real kind of 
you know, kind of this geeky, nerdy vibe to it. You know, hey, I'm, I can do this. I can kind of make my screen look however I want. I can move icons around. I can put this on my screen, that on my screen. I can, you know, I can I can customize it to my heart's content. And I've used tons of different launchers to over over the various versions of Android to to accomplish that myself. And you know, it's it's always just been one of those things. It's kind of like a matter of of pride when you're looking at a, your screen and say, "Hey, this is a, this, you know, this is what my interface looks like," and it's kind of completely personal. And you and you've set it up now. You can take that way too far. Uh, and I have saw saw tons and tons of themes and and UI screens out and that have just completely gone off the rails. And you know, hey, that's uh, to each his own, I guess. Okay, so let me reel this back in and get back on topic. I'm getting ready to uh, go off on a tangent about user interface, and I probably don't need to go there today. Um, just to kind of reel this back in, let's let's talk a little bit more about some of the specs on the new on the new Galaxy S10 models. Interesting thing about the S10 Plus, of course. Now this is going to be the highest end of the three, with the with the exception of the 5G model that's coming out, which is going to take these specs and go even even beyond that, but. Looking at the uh, S10 Plus, it's going to it says it's going to hold up to one terabyte of internal storage with 512 on board, and then another 512 via expansion through micro SD. That is awesome. I, I know that everyone goes, "Why in the world would I need that much space on a phone?" And you know, and we've always fallen back to the same argument. We have the same argument every time. The PC generations would, would jump up in 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 storage space and we go why would you ever need more than you know a terabyte or why would you ever need more than a gigabyte and and, and just honestly it just the the more photos you have on your phone and the more videos you capture the more higher resolution photos you have on your phone you're just going to take up a lot of space i mean it's just it's just eventually going to happen and to me i've always kind of erred on that i would rather have the extra space than not you know i would rather have something there that says i'm not going to run out of space versus having too little space now 512 is a lot and then an additional 512 card you know for me, I would probably swap in a few, you know, a few cards for different things. You know, I would probably have a few cards with some movies on that I would just pop in and out when I wanted to watch if I'm traveling. But that just sounds completely, completely bonkers to have that much storage. But it is, it is really truly awesome. I'm not gonna lie. A um, couple more things about the devices. Looking at them from a, from a, from a distance, they look very similar to. You know the the S nine models, with the exception of the screens being larger. I think the the fit and finish and the side the side molding looks very similar. I'll have to do some side by side comparisons to see for sure. I want to get my hands on it to see what the back glass looks like, and you know if it's if it's going to be a fingerprint magnet or not. Uh, to see the battery life, I'm sure the battery life is is going to improve because I think we've got a 3100 milliamp hour battery on the Galaxy E. Uh, up to, I think what was it a forty one hundred milliamp hour battery on the on the S ten plus. Uh, again, it's a lot of battery for such a thin a thin small phone. So can't wait to see what that what that battery life looks like in real term you know real world usage while I'm while I'm playing with it or watching a video. Oh, uh, that I'm not going to cover all the specs on the devices. I, I just I don't want to go into that. You know that deep dark spec wormhole about the processor speed and every little nook and cranny and detail because 
honestly, that information is all out there for you. I'm more interested in, you know, real world usage, what it's going to feel like, what it's going to look like in the hand, how, how well it's going to perform, how well these touted features are going to benefit, you know, the end user. Um, if this, you know, this new two-way charging is going to be something that it's going to kind of take off, uh, or if it's going to be something that's just going to happen on this particular model and then we'll never see it again. So, you know, again, uh, that's also been rumored to be for the next iPhone too. So maybe it's something that we're going to see from, from everyone. I know I think, I think Huawei has a phone that does the same thing. Um, but again, I want to try it, use it, see how it works, see how finicky it is, uh, see how fast it is before I, before I make a judgment call on that. Now, moving along, um, you know, there were some other things announced and it's kind of interesting. I've been talking about folding screens and, you know, and, and I was kind of hoping that Samsung would talk about their folding screen phone for this event, but it sounds to me like they just not only talked about it, they showed it, announced it, gave us a date, gave us a price. So let's talk a little bit more about that. Um, first things first, though, it was really interesting. I've been watching a lot of the videos that popped up right after the, the Galaxy Unpacked event with hands-on reviews of the Galaxy S10s and the uh, S10e and the S10 Plus. And it was really interesting. Most, Almost none of those videos mentioned the, the ga Galaxy Fold. And it was really kind of it was kind of funny now i know that most of those videos were, were devices that were handed out ahead of time and those those particular content producers made those videos made those reviews and were holding them off for embargo reasons until after the unpacked event but it was really funny that you know that's the lack of mentioning or prefacing of, of the fold i think one of the one of the people that was doing an, a review even said you know, in a few months when Samsung announces its folding device, and I thought that was extremely funny because it was like, hey, look, it was announced at the Impact event. So, you know, those event, those things have to be canned. I think, you know, those hands-on reviews have to be done in, ahead of time, and I know Samsung seeds a ton of devices to press and to uh, YouTube influencers and, and the like. And it, it's funny, but watching those reviews and seeing the hands-on uh, you know, I'm not at that place. I'm not a press. I'm not press. I'm not a blogger. I'm strictly starting to podcast, uh, just coming from the industry itself. So I've been on the other side of that marketing fence as the people that you know hand out those seed devices and hand out those trainings. And it's just funny to know that those those videos were pre-recorded and it was really almost like Samsung pulled a fast one. You know, in just in my eyes alone, I'm sure it's not. That's not their intention, but it just seems like. Samsung just announced the Galaxy Fold and even the uh, the the uh, S10 5G and didn't tell anyone that they were going to do it. You know, it's like, hey, uh, you know, hey, this is what's going to be at this event. This is the Galaxy E, the Galaxy S10, and the Galaxy S10 Plus. You know, and this is what you're going to be able to do. You can have this and, and and review it, and then once the embargo's over, you guys can post your reviews, which is great. But then all of a sudden, the first thing they announced was the Galaxy Fold, and that was really really interesting so let's talk a little bit about that now okay but before i get ahead of myself let's break for this week's sponsor okay i'm back and let's just pick up where we left off we're going to talk a little bit about the galaxy fold and what i think about it so first things first let's just talk a little bit about the specs of the device this is going to be one of the first 
one of the first production model folding screen devices to come to the market. Um, this thing is expected, I think, sometime in April, I believe, was the date that they gave for it. But what we've got is a folding Galaxy device with a 7.3-inch screen when it, that is unfolded. Uh, it's got an additional 4.6-inch screen on one of the um, outer sides when it's folded closed. It's got a very narrow kind of thick profile when you look at it you can look and you can see when the device is folded you can see that the screen doesn't fold completely flat it's got just a little space for the curvature of the fold uh, right at the back of the screen really neat looking folding mechanism from what I can tell uh, high-end Qualcomm processor I think it's gonna have an, um, an 855 Snapdragon processor from Qualcomm uh, we're looking at a, an Adreno 640 graphics processor doesn't say anything about a SD card slot. I don't think it's going to have one. It's not listed on the spec sheet, but it does have 512 gigs of storage with 12 gigabytes of system RAM. That's amazing. It's going to have six cameras uh, that I can tell. It's going to have the uh, triple camera setup, 12 megapixel, 12 megapixel, uh, te uh, wide telephoto, ultra wide, 16 megapixel. Um, there's also going to be a 10 megapixel, 8 megapixel uh, internal camera. There's a cover camera that's also 10 megapixels. So this thing's going to have a total of six camera lenses on it altogether. Uh, amazing amount of cameras. I think it doesn't matter which angle you hold it at, you'll be able to take photos. Um, can't wait to see what those look like and how that looks on that 7.3 inch screen unfolded just looking at it and from all the things that i've been saying about folding devices this is actually to me it's one of the few one of the devices that's going to be early on that's for early adopters it's folding to me it's folding in the right direction i like that it folds closed in on itself and that you've got that additional screen on the outside for use cool thing about that is once you're in an app on that external screen if you open the device up from the presentation, it goes straight into that app exactly where you are uh, on the big screen. Another really cool feature is you can have up to three apps running at a time on the big screen. So it kind of windows off into three sections and you can have three apps running. And you can kind of move those apps from one from the largest section to the two smaller sections and, and vice versa. Really interesting. I think it's going to come in uh, multiple colors, which I think is really cool. As, uh, they, they announced Space Silver, Cosmos Black, Martian Green, and Astro Blue. And the Astro Blue looks like it has a uh, the yellowish kind of spine to it, which is covering up the hinge mechanism. Uh, and that's also going to be really interesting to see uh, because I think that spine is going to come. You can actually change, get that in different colors to kind of match with whatever color the device you have. I think that'll be either that'll be a contrast to whatever color device you have. And it, they said something about being able to change that. If I if I heard that right, again I'm not a hundred percent because as I was watching the, uh, the the presentation, I was so fascinated by it that that I, I may have missed that particular section when they were talking about whether or not that spine is customizable. But I'm sure. Even if it's not, someone will have a sticker or, or something that you can put on there to change that color of that spine because it, it really is kind of a, a unique feature. Now, from the profile opened up, 
Uh, and from what I saw from the presentation, it looks as though it clicks into place when you when you open it up all the way in that tablet mode. So it does look like it's going to be what I mentioned on my last podcast about sturdy enough to use. The one thing that I'm actually disappointed about, though, is the there's no S Pen uh, support for this device, at least none that was mentioned. So that makes me think, well, you know, I, I do want to get it. I want to unbox this thing. I want to take a look at it and, and try it out. But uh, I'm also going to be waiting for the Galaxy Fold Note Edition <laughs> if that ever comes to pass because I really want to have one of these folding screens with uh, stylus support. I, I just think that that whole <sighs> journaling experience would be perfect. I mean, just absolutely perfect with a folding screen device like this. And if the device were be able to fold in multiple functions, you know, as though instead of folding just in on itself, fold in the opposite direction as well, similar to what was uh, kind of rumored with the Microsoft Andromeda device where it was two separate screens and you could have that tent mode, you know, where you could fold one device, you know, fold it around flat and have, you know, the screen on the opposite side, fold it closed to close the screen completely. Um... You know, there again, you've got that possible seam that's going to be in the screen from something like that because that's two separate screens that just fold in on themselves. Now, that's also really an interesting idea that I want to try out, but this looks like it's getting the folding mechanism right. I I do like how they did this. I like the way that they, they designed what the, the hinge design looks like underneath that cover. is really, really interesting, and it looks very sturdy. Uh, and and well made so there again got to get this thing in the hand and try it out to see exactly whether or not that hinge is sturdy or not now a lot of the feedback that i saw uh last night after this device was announced was you know oh this device is great but it's not for you it's this but oh it's not for me it's not i this is not going to be a big seller you know, oh my God, the price is $1,900. Well, what exactly did you guys expect this price to be? I mean, we're looking at a device that's got the latest, basically the latest screen technology developed in this folding screen. You've got six cameras, 12 gigabytes of RAM. I mean, I'm not saying that it should be two thousand dollars i mean the price that is nineteen hundred dollars i'm not saying that it should be that high but i'm not saying that it shouldn't either i'm saying that you know what would you expect it to be to have all of this technology packed into this one little device like this i i would expect to pay quite a bit for it. and technically speaking anyone that gets this they're going to get it on a payment plan anyway uh for the most part and it'll be added to their wireless bill and it's going to be pricey but you know there will be specials. There will be there will be trade in values. There'll be rebates. So it will get into people's hands. People will try it. Um, I do honestly think that something like this is more future thinking and less. It, it's kind of going beyond the smartphone re- arena. So I think this device is beyond the smartphone. It's going to be like the next thing. It's going to take tablets and smartphones and meld them together in a way that could eventually be our you know our overall laptop replacements the thing we carry around with us at all times that you know is our primary computer you know just to be you know just to throw this out there and play devil's advocate 
if this device were to launch or a variation of this device were to launch from Samsung and it was running, oh, I don't know, say the next version of Windows, the Windows Lite that uh, Microsoft might be talking about at Build, uh, that might be a super compelling uh, thing to have or to think about because we know that Microsoft has been rumored to be working on folding screens and dual screen devices and to have something like this hardware running Microsoft software would be, I, I think it would be really cool to try, to see. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying anything negative against Android. Android is great. Uh, and, you know, this is running Android Pie, which is the latest version. It's got the uh, multiple screen support that, that Google is talking about implementing. And it looks like they're getting it out there early. Cannot wait to get this thing in my hand. Um, just a brief glimpse of the packaging that they show made it look as though it's going to be shipped flat, uh, like it's in tablet mode, uh, and it looks like it's going to be, you know, a, a very nice unboxing experience as well. So it's going to be something that's, you know, going to feel like a high-end device when you get it. It's going to feel like a high-end device coming out of the package, and from everything that we saw from the brief hands-on that they showed on the stage it looks like uh, a very well-built solid device and i am not going to shoot it down i'm not going to say it's not going to sell i'm not going to say it's not for me i'm going to say i want to try it and see i want to see what it can do what it's capable of and yes i am very disappointed that it doesn't have s pen support but hey there's always the note version of this device <laughs> again i you know, I'm kind of, I am very partial to having some sort of stylus input or some sort of active stylus input, and I think that would be um, phenomenal to have. Now, I know there are tons of capacitive styluses out there that I could try on this thing to see, you know, to see how it feels, but to have that integrated S Pen would be really, really nice feature to have, and, and that, of course, you know, again, would drive the price even higher, but um, at this point, I think uh, for certain case scenarios for certain people for certain people that want to you know kind of push the boundaries of what's available and what's you know what the future is going to hold for us and even if we're kind of guinea pigs to try this technology out uh, i think it's worth paying i think it's worth giving it a shot so uh don't poo poo it before you see it you know get it in your hands try it see what you think uh and once i get my hands on one i will definitely give you guys um my thoughts and my opinions and i am looking very forward to seeing what other manufacturers do with this as well uh everyone seems to have something like this in their patent portfolio so let's just um, get a couple of these things out there get some get some competition going get some more innovation going and, and let's see let's see where this goes Thank you guys for listening. I know that I haven't covered everything. I know that they announced some, you know, some Galaxy um, earbuds and the uh, new Galaxy Active Watch, which is, you know, it's it's, it's great. Um, I'm not going to talk too much about that because I really like to get my hands on it before I form an opinion. So I will do that, and once I do, I will have a follow up podcast later on with some hands on. Uh, I'll have some hands on with the Galaxy S10, the E the 10 and the plus and once the galaxy fold is out i am sure i will have my hands on that one as well again thank you to all of you that have uh, supported the podcast thank you for listening and as always any feedback you have please share it with me please feel free i would love to know what direction you would like for me to take the podcast i'm i'm very open uh like i said i don't mind talking about 
Microsoft, Apple, Samsung, Google, you name it. I'm kind of open for the platform, uh, and I have experience with all of those. So with that, thank you guys. Have a great day. Talk to you next time.